You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Freaky Family. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did. I'm sure we all overate. I did take a poll and I said, do the holidays make you hornier? 80% of you said yes. So, you know, my best friend responded and she's like, what is this phenomenon? Because it really does exist. Why are, why is there more blood flow to my loins between Thanksgiving and the new year? You know, what is it? Is it, it's probably a combination of crippling anxiety, you know, projected outwardly and like needing a physical release mixed with cuffing season, which we're married. So we're already, you know, the ball and chains there, but you know, you just want to get cozy with your significant other. You remember, you know, the family, the holidays, the gift giving, the coming together, the drinking together, the festivities, unless your in-laws are Mormon like mine, and then you don't drink on the holiday and it makes you question a lot of, a lot of things, but Hey, that's in-laws. You only get them every other time. Okay. So anyways, I don't know about you, but Sounds like I'm the majority. 80% of us wanted something besides the turkey stuffed over the holiday. (laughs) But no, really, I'm having hotter sex. I hope you are too. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's more love. Maybe it is, but I think it's love mixed with anxiety. So if anyone wanted a real honest answer, which that's what I'm here for. Or maybe it's like couples just start, you know, we get stuck together over the holidays. You've been working your ass off, trying to pull off all this Christmas shit. Now the buildup, like the day of holidays, like I could throw down. I could I could throw a knife through someone's heart 300 yards away because I am stressed. Like I am cooking up a storm. Okay. We're either, it's going to be at our house or we're going somewhere else's house. There is some tension, you know, between getting dressed and preparing food and then people not moving at the pace that I would like them to. And me, you know, being a little bit of a control freak and we got to get somewhere by 1 PM and you know, damn well, you're not getting there by fucking 1 PM. And it doesn't even matter if you did, because you know, the food's not fucking going to be ready anyways. 
Okay. So that, you know, I don't know if anyone else relates to that, but occasionally I do. And for some reason, like that stress just sends the blood right to my vagina. I don't know why. And same thing happens when I'm in traffic. I swear to God, I can be completely alone and my vagina is throbbing. I don't know why I'm telling you this because I am like just stuck in traffic. I can't get anywhere. I don't know. Something, something's wrong with me. This is why a therapist, I should send this whole intro to and be like, can you help me help myself and gain some understanding? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. But yeah, so those are just my my thoughts out loud. The rest is still unwritten. Okay. Today we got one hell of an episode. I hope you enjoy it. It's a little treat. And speaking of the holidays, last note, last holiday note, I am going to be having a housewife ho and horny husbands gift guide list. I don't even know what just came out of my mouth, but it did. But there will be a gift guide. Yes, a gift guide because you need them and you don't need them a week before Christmas when it's too fucking late to order the cool shit that I tell you about. And no, I am not getting paid to recommend any of it, which is bullshit. That's all I'm going to say on that. So I don't, you know, fuck myself or something. Okay. But yeah, I think y'all will all like what I have to recommend. These are ideas. It's not like a I'm not sending you directly somewhere. I'm giving you gift ideas because I think that I'm a magical gift giver. Mm -hmm. Ladies, I know what to get a man and I know what to get a man who is impossible to shop for. So yeah, ladies, perk your ears up and make sure you're fucking subscribed. Okay. Love you. Men, that goes to you too. If you are listening and you are not subscribed, why are you even here? Because the only way you're going to help me be able to be financially independent one day because that's the dream here, okay? That's the dream here. I don't want to ask my husband to buy everything for me, okay? I want to buy myself something, okay? That's the goal. Is this appropriate? I don't know. But please make sure you're subscribed because that helps the most. Share with a friend. Follow me on social media. Instagram, at the Horny Housewife Podcast. TikTok, at the Horny Housewife. We have a nice little family community called the Freaky Fam. You can send in whatever shit you want. I'm a really nice bitch and I always fucking respond. So if you ever have a topic idea, a question, a confession, you can straight up slide in my DMs and ask me, tell me, or you can submit anonymously through the link in the bio, whichever you'd prefer. But okay, let's let's get into the shit that you came here for. Kinky sex. What is it? How do I get some? Okay, so kinky, the word kinky, kink. It could mean, well, it does mean unusual, not conventional, you know, not the ordinary, not vanilla, but the power of perspective is really vital key here, right? Because to one person, what could be considered kinky might be, you know, ain't no thing, baby girl for somebody else. And then someone else might find it too much for them. So You know, I guess there are some things that fall under normal kinky, I guess, role-playing, BDSM, but let's just get into like all the types of things that could be adding some kinky little love spice to your sex life, because who doesn't want that? So first things first, for those new to the kinky world, for those of you who don't have super open communication with your partner in regards to your sex life, that's what you're going to want to do first. 
communicate about what do you consider kinky, talk about your fantasies. That's kinky in itself. That is arousing. If you are relaxed and anxiety is not a part of this equation, this can be very arousing. And also, there could be something that you're like mm, on the fence about, but totally willing to try that doesn't have you going outside of your marriage, you know, going to the sex store and trying something you're a little intimidated to try. Trying it before you knock it, I really recommend because you may be surprised at what you enjoy. Explore your feelings. What feels good? What doesn't? What turns you on? What doesn't? Is there something that when you're watching porn with your significant other that looks super enticing, but you can never do it? Maybe you can. Maybe you can do it. Go to the sex store with your lover. Explore the aisles. Talk about some things. That's foreplay right there. So let's talk about some things. Let's Speaking of that being foreplay, let me give you some suggestions. There are reward and punishment kinks, okay? So you could reward your spouse. Ladies, you could wake your husband up with a blowjob. Men, you could wake her up by eating her out. Punishment could be a spanking, could be leaving a hickey on your significant other who has something important they need to do in front of a large group of people the next day at their office. That could be called humiliation. And that might be laughable to some people who are into humiliation and say, no, I prefer to be bound and gagged and whipped. And that is humiliation. Call me a little bitch. So, you know, there's a scale and whatever you are comfortable with, with your spouse is all that fucking matters. What else? There's role play and role play could be you are married, right? So you always do everything together. You leave the house together. Every date night's pretty predictable at this point. You could have a date night where you meet at a location and you dress differently. You wear a wig, ladies. Men, you go by a different name. I don't know. Get creative. You're going to have to do some of the fucking work, but meet there and act like it's a first date. Act like you're complete strangers. Act like you don't fucking know each other and you're going to go home and fuck each other because you're naughty and nobody should know you're doing this. And for anyone who gasped was like, but that's like, they're cheating on me. That's like, they're getting off to me being someone else. Well, guess what? It's not someone else. It's you. And as long as you're having fun and you wanted to do this just as much as him, I'm hoping it's your idea, ladies. I'm hoping it's your idea. Because I think it would just go over well <laughs> versus the guy, you know? So all the men listening, don't go to your wife and say, do you want to be called Hannah tonight? Like she's probably not going to go for it. And you might actually get hit, especially if you know anyone by this name. By all means, you could mention role-playing and say that it has always excited you. It's just something that's turned you on, but you haven't ever explored. And just the thought of your wife in a nurse's outfit just gives you chills to the fucking core. I don't know. You've made it this long. I'm sure you can figure out something to bring it up. Okay. So what else? What else is there besides role-playing? masturbating in front of your partner, all-time babe. Okay, so especially being married or being in a long-term committed relationship, you know, like I've said, it gets boring just knowing what the fuck is going to happen. I think mutual masturbation or masturbating in front of one another, you could either get one another off, but I think there's something hot about watching 
the person get themselves off while you're getting yourself off. Like, ooh, spicy. And I think you also learn a lot. So if you're not touching yourself and you're watching your partner touch yourself, really see how they do it. I'm sure you'll end up touching yourself by the end of it, but you can learn a lot, especially men. Men, you can learn a lot by watching your woman please herself. You can learn exactly what her lovely lady parts need. I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is a statistic that lesbians have more orgasms than any other couples. And I think it's because they understand the female vagina more and the attention to detail and understanding each other's body and anatomy. So men take the time to learn the pussy. They aren't all the same, okay? They all, I mean, vaginas, pussies, whatever you want to call it, they vary, okay? There's a lot of flavors. There's a lot of looks. There's a lot of vibes, So you better know which kind your girl has, okay? And if you don't know what that means, then Google is your best friend. Okay, moving on. We have having sex in front of a mirror. This is sexy. Just like I was talking about learning your partner's body, the mirror is going to be able to like give you a little level up almost, like a little hype, if you will. Think of it like being at the gym where there's mirrors. You get to see yourself work out, make sure you have the correct form, you know, make sure you look damn good while you're doing it too. This is the mirror. You can see it. First of all, it's fucking hot. It's hot. So don't get all, you know, women listening. Don't use that as a chance to pick yourself apart because he's loving it. And if you need any reminding, stop looking at yourself and look at what he's doing to your body. Okay. I 10 out of 10 will recommend the mirror. It just chef's kiss. It's good. If you know, you know, I've got another one for you. Kama Sutra, a sex positions book. That was probably one of the first things when I was, you know, really curious about how I could improve my sex life when I was younger and just learning new ways to have hot sex with my partner. I got a Kama Sutra book and learned a lot of positions and it's just fun. Even if some of them don't end up being a go-to position or something that is easy because some of them are hard and you got to be in shape to do them, but some of them are fun and you get to feel a new part of your body being poked Mm -hmm. and it's fun for both partners. You get to try something new. It can end up being silly, but I think laughing in the bedroom is... A-okay. I know there are some men who have been bothered by laughing in the bedroom. I say this because there was a time that I was being eaten out and I got tickled, like it tickled me and I laughed and he felt so insecure. And I remember being like, oh, ooh, caramba. Like I can't have a little giggle, like a little lighthearted giggle. He took that so straight to heart. So If a woman laughs in the bedroom, like don't sweat it guys. Okay. Laughing is fun and cute. So stop making it about you. Okay. This next one is fun. Ice, whipping the ice out. So you could, let's whip out a couple things, a blindfold. You could whip out a blindfold, give them a little lap dance, whip out the ice, 
place it on his or her erogenous zones. Now make sure you don't keep it there too long. We're moving the ice right along, okay? The earlobes, okay? The inner thigh dripping down around the labia. Be careful, be careful, see what she likes. You could even uh, put an ice cube in your mouth and make your mouth colder and put it on his dick. He might say, no, I don't want that. But some men might like the sensation of the warm and then the cold. And the blindfold I just mentioned, you don't have to have ice. You can just have the blindfold and do sensory play. Get your partner's hands on you and using their imagination more. Okay. Lick their fingers, give them a lap dance, really sensual, really slow. Spanking is something that can be a kink. It's so funny how I can get spanked so hard during sex and not feel a thing. And if he would do that, just walking by me in the kitchen, it would be, I would just die probably. It would be so painful. Something about when your adrenaline's pumping and you're horny and ready to go, I can't feel the spanking. I can't feel it. And last but not least, graduating from those, we have BDSM. So bondage, and this could start out lightly. It doesn't have to be some hardcore setup that you found at the sex shop. It can be light DIY bondage that you made at home. Google's your best friend again. Like I said, my favorite is the kind that goes under your bed. There's these straps that go onto the corners of the mattress and they can come out and you bring them out and you can get them for your hands or for your feet. They make handcuffs, all kinds of things. Sometimes they have the blindfold with the handcuffs come in a little kit. So going to the sex store, you know, highly recommend with your significant other to explore the kinks you could be interested in. And with bondage, with any sort of role play, a safe word is always recommended. And I know I said giggling is fun in the bedroom, but I wouldn't make the safe word something ridiculous like banana because it could be a mood killer. So choose wisely and erotically. So now what? What if you're like, Jordan, that's all fine and dandy and now I'm all hot and bothered and I want to go be kinky with someone, but I don't even feel like I can flirt with my spouse. So what the fuck do I do? Well, you can start by pulling your head out of your ass and thinking, what does the other person that I'm with like to do? Hmm? What makes them feel loved? What's their love language? Okay. So that is actually key. If you're dating your spouse, which that's what we're talking about now, you have to know their fucking love language because if it's not yours, then you're going to have to try to figure out theirs or just ask them or make them take an online quiz. Okay. Or maybe they know, maybe they're like me who was given a book about the five love languages before she had a driver's license. Okay. But really it's important and it will give you so much more information. If you can land and find out what their love languages are, find out number one and back up number two, Google how to meet their needs. If their love language is blank and bombs away. Okay. So it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. And when we say dating your spouse, it doesn't mean just plan date night and then go do the same fucking shit that he or she can predict exactly how date not date night's going to go. Cause that ain't sexy. Okay. First things first, I don't know what kind of relationship you have. So I'm just covering the basis. So if you do an eye roll, like bitch, I know his schedule because I'm crazy. We have life 360 in this house. Okay. But you need to know their schedule <laughs> because how can you plan 
for nice, intimate time if you don't know their schedule. And let's go a little bit deeper. Say you know her schedule. Think about her and his schedule and how it affects them and how it affects them. So do you want to go in for the kill and like try to make sexy time happen after she's just wrangled bath time with two kids? She has a messy bun. She hasn't showered in two days. She probably needs to go to the bathroom and hasn't been able to. She might be hungry. Why don't you go run her a bath and get her a glass of wine and try after that? You know, timing is everything. And this goes for both of us. Listen, men and women, both of you can really fuck the time thing up and it just makes everything go to shit. Women, if you're trying to manipulate your man into getting your way, timing, timing. And that's my toxic advice for the episode. Men, you want to get something that you want? Timing, timing. Okay. And I'm, I'm terrible at this. I am Terry Blake because once it's on the forefront, I that's all I can think about until I get my way. It's a problem. So from one control freak to the next. Slow your roll and time time your delivery, okay? Time your delivery. I used to be pretty anti-schedule sex, but after reading multiple of y'all's DMs, I'm pretty sure I've switched my stance. I've thought long and hard about it, and I, I see it. I see how maybe you need to allot some time to get her done because a happier man and a happier woman is a woman and a man who is getting off on a regular basis. Can I get an amen? Amen. Also, if you want a humbling moment, just close your eyes and think back to the beginning, the beginning of your relationship and what you would do to let the other person know how much you cared. Or think about all the times you just shut your trap. You know, as a woman, can you relate? I'm sure to like just not nagging about things that you damn well will make sure to now. And men, I'm sure you bought more flowers. And you know what? We need to talk about flowers. I would go as far to say you are upping your chances of getting laid 50% if you start the date off with flowers. You took an extra stop before you got home to make sure you were starting this shit right. It doesn't go unnoticed. It's the little things. Now, I know this isn't every woman, but I'll take them. I know they die. I know. I remember being like 21 and be like, well, flowers fucking die. I'll take the fucking flowers. I want the flowers. I want to look at them and smile for two and a half, possibly three days, maybe four days. And remember that I feel special, that I am special. So make a mental note, men, next time flowers before the date, okay? Notice shit, notice if she got dressed up, if she is not wearing her mom gear, if she's not in sweats, you better tell her how fucking hot she is. If she is wearing anything that is hugging her figure, if she did her hair, if she put makeup on, you better fucking say something. And then my last and final tip for the men, and then I'll go to the women and give them a hard time, is to be present. Like, don't go in with all the intention of just getting ass or like, like be present. Like, give a fucking damn. Give a damn. And for the women, don't wear your mom gear. Like, try a little, okay? And... Spice it up. Give him something to look at. Don't put on your favorite tight turtleneck. Show your boobs. Show your legs. Do something. Also, for any ladies that have eating habits like me, I eat like I was raised in prison. I don't know. I've just been told that many times, and I've I notice it. I know. So don't inhale your food 
if you're like me, (laughs) because it's not cute, I don't think. And then the final tip for you, because the women really aren't the ones bombing the dates usually, is don't go home and tend to your kids and then become mom mode immediately back. Like it's date night. Be intentional. The night is about you and your man. And your man is wanting to connect with you in the ways that you wanted to connect during dinner. Okay? And that can be vice versa. But again, going based off my DMs, you know, be intentional about what date night's supposed to be about. I will give one pro tip and then we're going to go into a little interview. That is our final segment that we will be ending the episode with is sexting. Sexting's a great way to rev up the vibe, the uh, setting the tone, the mood for date night. There's nothing like a steamy erotic text to get you thinking about your significant other while you're waiting to get home from work or you're fucking bored and you just got out of the shower. So ladies, spread your legs and snap a pic, okay? Have them thinking about you, drooling. Make them pick up flowers and a gift card, okay? Now, before all the sexting questions hit, I had them too, and we're going for beginner sexters, or maybe it's been a couple years, maybe you're rusty in that department. I am talking to Brianna Rader. She is the creator of a program called Slutbot, which she's going to mention in the beginning. And then, you know, further into our conversation, I'm going to ask her how she created it and what exactly it is. So I'm learning in real time during this interview what Slutbot is, how it works. It's super interesting, super cool. I think y'all will get a kick out of it because I know I sure did. Considering she is an expert, she gave us the lowdown on all things sexting, the formula for sexting to take the anxiety out of it, which I know the word formula is intimidating in itself, but once she breaks it down, you'll go, ah, it's that easy. Without further ado, I have CEO and creator of Slutbot and sex educator, Brianna Rader. Hello, everyone. I have Brianna Rader here. She is a sexting expert, if you will. I am going to have her introduce herself and tell us everything that she knows. So hello, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Brianna and I'm the CEO and founder of Slutbot. And Slutbot is a virtual lover that you can actually text with. And so we deliver these interactive erotic stories all over text. And it feels like you're just texting your lover and you go on these different exciting sex adventures with the bot. Okay, cool. So like definitely something to use if you're feeling like you're maybe never been in the sexting world and want to sharpen your sexting skills. Absolutely. Uh, It's a perfect sidekick to practice your dirty talk and sexting with without any worries, no strings attached, uh, no shame if you mess up a little bit. And what people find is that when they're texting Slutbot, they actually pick up on tips along the way. So some people even copy and paste Slutbot's texts and Ah. their real boyfriend or girlfriend or steal little inspiration ideas for their real sex life. But, oh my gosh, that's good because you you run out of things. You're like, oh my gosh, like what can I say now? I'm out of I'm out <laughs> of things to say. Absolutely, uh, people get inspiration for role play 
or toys they want to buy, new things to try. Uh, even people that are good at sexting enjoy using Slutbot. Uh, people who read literatica or read romance novels imagine like a new take on yeah. that that's interactive, not as flat. So. I do an audio erotica segment. So a lot of the guys love that. So I'm sure. So Slutbot appeases to both genders. Yes, Slutbot can be any gender you want to be. Uh, we have straight content and LGBT content. Awesome. Okay, so what would you tell someone who was new to sexting and like didn't know how comfortable they were going to feel? Like, does it can it be as racy as they want it to be? Or yeah, I have a ton of tips for sexting. I okay. think the basic thing to remember is that there's a formula for this. So you don't have to freak out and be like this creative genius writer just to sext or to dirty talk in bed. There really is a formula you can follow. And there's basically three things you can say to come up with a dirty talk phrase or a sexting phrase. And so the first one is all you're doing is explaining what you are about to do. So you could say, I'd love to kiss your neck slowly. That's all you're doing. You're just explaining yeah. about what you're about to do. The second sext can be describing what you are doing or what it feels like. So an example of that is, it feels so good how you're grabbing my hip. I'm writing this right. down. I'm like, people should take notes right now. This is good <laughs> stuff. Okay. How and then, it feels. Yes. And then the third way is to past tense, describe what you just did. So an example of this is, I loved the way your legs shook under me. Yeah. So there, that's really all there is to it. There's three formats to use, pick your favorite and go for it. And then once you have your format, I can talk about other things that make maybe a good sext. A lot of my listeners are married. Yeah, I think sexting has a ton of benefits. I think it can be an exciting thing to add to maybe a relationship that's been around a while because it's maybe something that's like new or you are at the office and you're in office work mode and then you get a text from your wife like when you get home, blah, blah, blah. I think it can add a lot of fire to the relationship. But also I think one of the key benefits of sexting is that it actually lays the groundwork for when you meet in person. So I think a lot of people get nervous asking for what they want in bed or maybe how to change things up. Can feel really intimidating to do that when you're already naked in bed. But if hours before or days before you can put it all in this sexting fantasy, you're actually telling the person what you want to do in bed and you're hearing how to make your partner happy, but it's in this like, disguise that makes it seem more comfortable. And it's a turn on too. Like here's your partner doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it's like the foreplay. Cause a lot of, you know, women, like sometimes I'll say women are crockpots and men are microwaves. Like it takes a <laughs> while for women to warm up sometimes, especially in a long-term relationship. Like we want to see some effort, And so I feel like that's one way to like really set the tone for the day. If you're doing that whilst away. Absolutely. And I think some people think sexting is all nudes and that can make people feel insecure, yeah, no. but sexting doesn't have to have any nudes involved. 
words can be just as erotic, if not more, because then it's all in your imagination. So do people use Slutbot also? Like, I know it can give them inspiration and they can get something from it, but it's a form of erotica, essentially, kind of. Yeah, it's like first person erotica. So instead of you reading about John and Mary in a romance book, it's and you. It's you. Yes. It's like POV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, it all clicked. That's crazy. So how do people uh, sign up for Slutbot? Yeah. All you have to do is put your phone number in our website and then the bot will text you. And our website is juicebox it.com. So just the word juice box and then an I and a T.com. And then you put your phone number in and that's it. And it's all over SMS. You don't have to download anything. Cool. I'll put that in the description box. So some other tips I have are simple ways to make the actual message better. So I think the first thing, if you're starting sexting for the first time in a relationship, or maybe it's been years since you've done so, is you need to make sure you're on the same page. So I think it can be fun to even ask, how do you feel about sexting to get that buy-in? And then your partner's going to be even more excited. I think the second thing is escalate with care. So I think some people go too filthy too fast and it can be kind of shocking, like almost your um, microwave uh, analogy. So I think you should start with a more playful and sweet tone and then you tiptoe up to that filthy point. Which makes it better. That's going to make it better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The third piece is... I think if you want some intimate details from your partner, the best way to do that is you need to reveal intimate desires of your own first, because that's going to build trust instead of outright demanding for something. So I think that's just a key that you like, for instance, like with my partner, I shared like very, very early on, like maybe on our second date that I wanted to be tied up. And she's a little bit more of a reserved person and it like freaked her out. (laughs) Well, you got it all out there right away. (laughs) But I think me sharing first would have was way better than me just like demanding, like, what do you want? What do you want to do? Um, I think just getting vulnerable. It's like, a and it's bonding. It's a bonding thing. Exactly. Uh, My fourth tip is if this is all being done over text message, I think people need to think about lag time because lag time is fine, but if there's going to be like hours and hours of a delay, you need to keep in mind that your partner might be getting super anxious that they said something freaky and that like you hate them or something. Oh my gosh. So I would do that. I would like, if I send a nude to my husband and it's been like 20 or like four minutes. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And I'm like a million, he could be doing a million things, but I immediately feel insecure. Yeah. Right. So if you're on the other end of that, just try to be transparent. Don't leave them wondering why you didn't respond for hours and hours, like a quick, like be right back, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the last piece of, of this is I think it's really important not to be too coy. I think some people think coy is like hot, but I actually think that it's just playing manipulative games. So it's okay, okay. to like maybe hang back, 
Give me an example. I want an example of that. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to hang back and withhold feelings a little bit to manifest mystery, I think it's okay. But fostering confusion is really manipulative. So I don't know. Let's say uh, you texted your husband, like, would you ever be interested in, I don't know, motorboating me or like something you've never brought up in the in conversation ever? Okay. <laughs> and then what if your husband said something like, I don't know, I need to think about it only if you blah, blah, okay. blah or something. I think you're just going to get- In a manipulative it. way. Yeah, right. And then you're just worried. So I think actually- being, Yeah, that would make me feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, if you're being as direct as possible, I think it's actually going to go better. And that's something I don't think we're taught growing up about dating and relationships. For sure. Oh, it was so fucked up. But I feel like times are changing and now we're like all about educating each other and sharing perspective now. So I feel like there's hope for the future. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. hope for the future. So I had another question for you that I was thinking of that popped in my head. So um, Slutbot, how exactly does it work? Because I have an idea of what you're saying in my head, but so they put their number in and then it's a bot. And then like, do they have options to text back or do they do whatever the hell it comes to mind? Like, how does it work? Awesome question. So we actually use what's called natural language understanding. So it's a type of AI so that users can write whatever they want and we do our best to understand it. So <sighs> Oh we, gosh. there's, it's not like an ABCD boring <laughs> kind of, it's not thing. like a game where it's like chewing. No. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering so, that. Yeah. It's a great question. Like the first, the very first experience you'll have when you sign up is basically this fantasy as if you and the bot already know each other and you talk about what happened last night. So it's like real life sexting about what happened last night. And then each week, we launch new stories that are all kinds of fantasies. So last week we did a mile high club fantasy where you and Slutbot are going on this like first class flight. And then the flight attendant approaches you and the flight attendant wants to take you to like the first class galley for a special encounter. Yeah. Um, but oh we've gosh. also done ones with yoga instructors where you, or like you're a special agent and you're going on like a dirty mission with another spy. So it just is all over the place for different fantasy. Well, you've sold me. I'm not kidding. You know, the app Dipsy, you know, the erotic <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know Dipsy. That yeah. is so that's, I feel like that's cool. It's like along those lines of something interactive, but this is more interactive because you're actually yeah. talking like in, like it's a, it's a game, but it's like a game you get off to. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I love the work at Dipsy. Very similar concept, except that it's more you, like your point of view. Yeah. And it is more interactive, which I think is better for learning too. Like yeah. obviously it's fun and hot, but if you're doing it, you're practicing. For sure. And so practice makes perfect. Yeah, learn from the role model of the bot. Very cool. Well, that was very interesting. So tell me, Brie, what inspired you to create Slutbot and when did it come to fruition? Yeah, the reason I got involved in this in the first place is because I grew up in Tennessee and I had a really conservative upbringing. We didn't talk about sex at all. There was no sex ed in the school system. It was abstinence only. 
And when I got to college, I realized this was a huge issue, especially identifying as LGBT. I had a lack of information. And so I actually started a nonprofit while in Tennessee to do broad sex education for college students. And it was really controversial in the state environment because it was a public university. And so the state actually got involved and they passed a bill legally condemning me and the organization for our work. And it went to uh, the state legislature and we actually ended up being defunded. We had to privately fundraise the money back. I was on the Bill O'Reilly show on Fox News. Oh it like blew up as this like two week sensationalized news story. And I think that really confirmed for me like how important this topic was, but that it's virtually impossible to work with like school systems and government groups on this topic. And mm-hmm. so what I ended up doing is that led me to grad school and led me to San Francisco and got me interested in the tech industry to basically bypass a lot of the bureaucracy that happens with governments. And so what I quickly realized is, yes, lots of issues with sex, but at the end of the day, I think universally everyone's issue with sex is a lack of communication skills. 100%. And so I felt like sexting and dirty talk was the best way to address this gap in like a fun and hot way because no adult wants to download an app that's like, learn how to communicate. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Or just sometimes even getting them to read a damn book or even listen to a book. I know I'm being mean towards men right now, (laughs) (laughs) but it is difficult sometimes. And I feel like something that at the end of the day, you want to feel closer and more intimate and getting someone to be vulnerable like that. I think that's easier in a playful way. And like what you've Yeah, created. absolutely. So that's what led me to invent the role model slut bot. That's crazy. That's a crazy yeah. story. <laughs> and so what? You just like thought sexting and then you, because you're all techie and you know all the artificial intelligence stuff. Like what made you think of that idea? Did it just pop in your head one day? Or did you like b- bring this baby up kind of thing? It, it kind of popped into my head after I started another business. So the first business was a sex coaching business. So basically I paired individuals up with sex therapists all over chat to make it cheaper than hiring like a $200 per hour sex therapist. And we did fine. But what I realized is every single client just didn't have communication skills. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, is there just a tool I can launch to address this so that we don't have to do all this sex therapy one-on-one stuff? And that's how Slutbot popped into And you'll probably help more people too, because some people will be getting help. They don't even know they're getting help. Exactly. I think that's how you change the culture is in this more subconscious way. Because I think our country's largest educator right now is Pornhub. And we have to- Which is problematic. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is problematic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to us that everything we do is inclusive and feminist and realistic. So when we talk about anal sex, we talk about lube, we talk about going really slow. We do the stuff that the porn, you know, clips don't mention. And this is just on your phone, right? Yeah. Just all over text message, just a phone number, all text message. That's so cool. That makes it so real. 
yeah, it's supposed to feel like more intimate and easier that way. Okay. Super cool. I really appreciate you talking to me today. I had, yeah, I've enjoyed I had it. Fun. Thank you. I learned a lot and I am sure everybody learned a lot. I am surprised at how much I learned. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. Freaky family. That is all for today. If you can hear a motor rumbling in the background, there is a douchebag parked somewhere outside of my house. So that's annoying. Okay, well, thanks for listening today. And if you love me, love me. Yes, this is manipulation. You'll leave me five stars. And make sure you're subscribed and following if you're on Spotify. You can find me over on the gram at the Horny Housewife podcast and at TikTok and at TikTok and on TikTok at the Horny Housewife. I would bet a large amount of money no one is listening by now. But yeah, I love you. Love you. See you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.